I'm ready. Good. Have I got to sign a bit of paper? Oh yeah. I forgot it. Oh great. I guess I guess you could sue oh. us. <laughs> <laughs> I get Aaron to send it to you and then you can sign it. Hello and welcome to episode number eight of the third wheel. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron Conway. And I'm your other host, Hamish. And today we have one of my oldest school friends, oldest friends in general, Luke Mackin. Do you want to introduce yourself? So, yeah, I'm Luke Mackin. I'm 23. And yeah, as Aaron said, I went to school with Aaron in uh, Campion. Yeah. Pretty much it. If you can hear any uh, fireworks. Fireworks, yeah. It's, it's not else. fireworks night, though. It was last week. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't know what they're doing, but let's just move on. Yeah. So as Luke and I just said, we were both school friends, known him for about 12 years now. We went to the Campion School in Hornchurch, which is actually an all guys school. So I thought we'd start off talking a bit about that. Yeah. Just what it was like going to an all guys school. Did you think it was any pros or cons, that kind of stuff? Well, I think year seven to year 11, I thought I've really enjoyed. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I re- so until the girls like started coming in. Exactly, year twelve. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it till year eleven, and year twelve. As soon as the girls came, is a bit of a culture shock. I don't know. I don't know about you. I don't know if it was the same. Yeah. So we, when we say we went to an all guys school, it's an all guys from year seven to year eleven. Yeah, and then sixth form, sixth form, year twelve and thirteen. They introduced, not introduced, but it was mixed. But that was still like mixed. The ratio was still very low. Yeah, there's like twenty girls. Yeah, and like 150 boys. Yeah, you went to a mixed school, right, Hamish? Yeah, um, I'd say that we had a pretty balanced ratio for the most part. Can't think of it being as much of a culture shock, but I can't say I was the most confident person in the very early years, especially. Mm. Yeah, well, I think that was the same with both of us. Yeah, I don't, I don't think going to an all guys school like it was definitely. I know everyone says like, oh, the banner was like so much better and all that. Yeah. I, I think generally it just helped you concentrate, I guess, a lot more without girls being there yeah i definitely found that like compared to like at uni where like yeah surrounded by girls is a bit more distracting are you you saying girls are a distraction (laughs) they're a welcome distraction hamish (laughs) and we went to a pretty strict school as well yeah like it was a catholic school yeah it was a catholic Um, yeah they're very strict on rules like your hair cut it couldn't be too short it couldn't be too long yeah yeah you weren't allowed that's why you always had a dead trim uh yeah pretty much (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah haircut like what you wore like your bags they had to be like all black shirt tucked in yeah no facial hair tie had to be appropriate I already size put fit the last one no facial hair yeah. yeah i mean well definitely when i was in year seven that and to year 11 it wasn't a problem, problem. <laughs> and then yeah ties had to be like a certain length so black you sh- never did the short tie thing when you like started growing up people did but you get told off for that. I don't know. I, I think I did at like one point. Like, Oh, you thought you were a bad man, yeah? Yeah. Year, I had the uh, year eight, I had the Just Do It bag. I was going to say. Oh, the really small oh, Just yeah, Do It bag. But it kind of looked like relative to me. Like it looked a good size. Mm. You know the really small one I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I just can't believe. You. I remember you telling me this in the past. I just couldn't believe that you wore a Just Do It bag. I was like, what does this boy think he's on? <laughs> what do you mean? That was when I was like, you know, had a man bag and... I don't even know if we were like that good friends. I think we started talking. If I if I remember, I'd say we started talking in about year nine. I I tell you it what was it Celium. was. It was Celium. It was yeah. I was in the room with you and everyone else. Yeah, I think that's when we started. So Celium was a school trip to, uh, to, to Wales. It was just kind of like an activity. Exactly. Yeah, we just like ran around in mud for about five <laughs> days. I don't know if it was it was an RE trip. 
No, it weren't RE. It was like, I don't think it was anything. Was it just like a PE trip? For those who don't know RE, RE is religious education. PE is obvious. So. Wait, PE trip? You had a PE trip? I don't know. Was it PE? Bro, they made mm. us do cross country for PE. <laughs> That's yeah, the closest we, we thing to a trip. As well. That's like the closest thing to a trip. It's a figure of eight circuit, figure yeah, of eight. Figure yeah. eight circuit, figure of eight. That's it. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we had to do cross country. Actually, the Campion School, so it's a Catholic school. So we were named after a saint, saint. a martyr, St. Edmund Campion. So he had, there's Campion Day, which is 1st of December each year. And then we had to go to... Field and run. Yeah, some field and run. So we had to like we had know f- what it's like to suffer the same way he suffered as a martyr. Yeah. So we had a full day off school on the 1st of December every year. And we just ran around a field for the day. <laughs> yeah, it, it was in, paid. It in honour of the saint. I guess you'd, you'd, you'd like that a bit. <laughs> I guess I'd, I'd like it now. I didn't yeah. like it back then. Back but. then. And then each, everyone got like a raffle at the end, which was your place like where you finished that year mm. and you get like a free hot dog and then you'd always try and get someone else's some people didn't want one yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd always try and get a second one so you could get two yeah the thing is the teachers ran with you as well and oh, fair. one of the teachers always used to like finish like a second or third or something would you was aaron like any good at this um, running activities mm. i don't expect i wasn't good at it i was better than you at the time he's better than me at the time yeah. like that's not really saying much yeah, yeah. i, was... I, I finished i improved each year so i, I never but finished you below grew up every year so hmm? You grow up every year, so that's like... Yeah, but so did everyone else. So I improved my place in... Oh, in the rankings? Yeah, yeah. Okay. In a year. So it was like 150 in our year. I think best I came was like 56th. I think the best I came was 75th. I think the best I ever did in the cross country was, and this was like the extended one, because they punished us because some people cut... If they decided to cut one of the things, everyone had to redo it. And I was just like, mm. fuck my life. But I was always wanting to be the best. So I was just like... When I, when I did it, I tried so fucking hard. At the end, I was just like laid out on the floor. And I was like 20th place and I was still sad. 20th place? Out of how many? Yeah. So there'd be like roughly, I guess, 120 boys in the year, but it would be split into two parts. So out of the 60 that I was... Told one of the 60 running roughly. In there, I was above 20, but I would say in the whole year, I would come like within the top 20. Or just at the very... I was, when I say top 20, I mean like literally the 20th or the 19th. Yeah. Not that age, but... That's still good. Yeah, but now now I could never do that. Yeah. Well, I remember sixth form. I think that year 12, I came last in Campion Day. Wasn't it optional in sixth form? Yeah, it was. So I, I think... I did it. I think a lot of the fat cunts just just left it, <laughs> but uh, I can't... I <laughs> Example, Aaron. Did you do it? Yeah, I, 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 I don't think I did it. Year 12, I'd done it. I don't know why I chose to do it, but I'd done it in year 12. But then you saying you did it, might maybe I did it then. Mm. You probably did because you were like, you're a goody two shoes. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. that's, that's actually a point where like... You I, weren't going to not do it. I was definitely a... I was a goody two shoes. You were a teacher's pet, said. massively. I First two years, I was the biggest teacher's yeah, pet. Yeah, you got 100 good journal yeah, comments. Yeah. Year seven year. and a year eight, I, I always say that I broke the record for good journal comments. I don't think that's that true. I think it's I just probably, make that up. Yeah. But we used to have this thing where... Everyone would have a diary. Did you have that? Yeah, we had like a diary, but it wasn't like this kind of like deep journal that you lot had because I've heard of this journal where you lot get signed for every good comment. Mm. Yeah, like like if you were like particularly good in like a class or something, the teacher could write like a good message for that week. And then your form tutor, I don't know if it was every week or every month or whatever, would like tally up all your good journal comments and all the bad ones because you can get bad ones as well. Mm. And then there's like a leaderboard and then the top, how many in each form would go on a trip. Yeah, the top like three. Yeah. Went to full park. I was at top one. And I went <laughs> full right. park. But yeah. the thing is, I'm I, I'm scared of heights. So like full park was a bit useless. Did you even get on a ride? <laughs> to be honest, year seven was a bit that was a bit sticky. Like I think I could, but it was it was like touch and go. Yeah. It was like if it was a year younger, I probably went off. No, definitely. Yeah, year seven and year eight, I think I finished top both years. But 
in in our class or the whole year? The whole year. Fucking Fucking pretty sure. Year seven, I definitely did because it was like me and Matt Trap. Like, oh, right until the end. Yeah, but it's not a thing to be boasting um, about. That's the thing. No, no, I'm not boasting about it because I are. think I'm a bit okay. Yeah, but <laughs> top one. Yeah, I think. <laughs> what is top one? Mean? I'm not just, boasting. I'm not boasting. Say the best. Um, and then I definitely think I got to a point where I just stopped caring, though. Oh yeah, oh, like there's that when the short time came where I stopped. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? that's when the Just Do It bag came out. <laughs> no, Just Do It bag was year eight, I think. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember in six, sixth form, I definitely did not care as much. Sixth form, oh yeah, by sixth form, no one cared because there was well, there wasn't good journal comments in sixth form. No, no, I'm, I'm not talking about good journal comments. I'm just talking about like sucking up to like teachers. Te- teachers per yeah, because there was definitely a point I feel like year seven and eight where everyone was like, "Oh, Aaron, you're going to be like head boy." And that kind of shit. Yeah. And then I remember like six form, I just wasn't even like- You weren't in the running. Yeah, I weren't even in the running. No. There was definitely a point, I think it was like year nine, I just stopped like, not caring. I obviously like that's performed you, the best I could. That's when we started talking. Yeah, so maybe you're the influence. When you stopped caring. Yeah. Wait, was head boy like this big thing in your school? Because I don't think it was as big. It was quite big for us, I'd say. It's just a big thing, isn't it? If you're head boy. I don't know. It, it was in our school. Like <laughs> if you were head boy and you put that on your, what is it? What is it to go to uni? What's that letter? Personal, Personal statement. statement. If you put that in your personal statement, that was a big deal. At least, at least it was my. At least we were told about, yeah. Yeah. And then we were like, I was, I was form captain. So me and Luke were in the same form. Garnet. Yeah, Garnet. Shut up. Year seven, year eight, and I was form captain both those years. Was you? Was there form captain? I don't remember there being form captain. Yeah, yeah. In year seven and eight, because that is one of my like proud moments. So who was in? Pretty sure that was in my personal statement. Who Who was in year nine, ten, eleven? Do you want to say the name? (laughs) Um. I don't remember the John been. maybe Maybe I don't know No there definitely was I mean we didn't really do much no. I had to just get the register every day right. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty much the like yeah. Main task Which is a bit Did you put that on your personal statement? That was form captain I'm pretty sure I did I, I'd done that for sixth form I was form captain in year 12 Yeah And I made out that I had to Like run for form captain But in reality No one else wanted to do it <laughs> Well, I think that was how it was in like year seven, year eight. No one mm. actually, no, year seven. I remember there being like a raw new had, kind of thing. You, you had to like, like running. you yeah. had to stand up for yeah, like, like, speech. Yeah. What is it when like what's like Corbyn and everyone doing now? Uh, like an election. Like yeah. But what they're like campaign. campaigning. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that. <laughs> and then I think year eight, nobody wanted to do it. And they were just like Aaron because I was just considered like a good nerd. person. Yeah. Well, much. you were considered a good person, but we everyone that is actually listening knows that you aren't. So from year seven to the end what of six, or, or even till now, do you have any stories or any embarrassing stories on Aaron? Luke? <sighs> I don't know. Anything that he wouldn't want to be aired out, but like because of how embarrassing it is. Not like because it's actually like career ending, but uh, uh, I mean, you ca- it can't be worse than, well, it could be worse than, what is it? Um, Aaron likes only girls with boyfriends. That's, that's not oh, true. First that's, of all. I, I need to like disclose, like that's deep. That, that was made to be like a fact in like a few episodes ago, but. That's, it's just it's not true i don't know i don't want to go luck. i don't want to go into that in case people listen but oh what <laughs> but, yeah i know you can say i what? know are you thinking about six form i'm thinking about in six form yeah i mean there, there was a girl like i had a crush on yeah but... did, you ever, did you ever make the move no no not really but it never really it's had... pretty obvious though i think it was pretty yeah but you were just like a you're just a best friend basically <sighs> yeah oh yeah that's that's why i am <laughs> but, but if you'd pulled it off I would shake your hand, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So fair play to you. God loves a tryer. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Um, <laughs> was it like a thing where, did he ever speak to her? Like, when you say yeah. we were the best yeah. friend? Okay, so like... They were like... Well, how could you be like... What, we, okay, we weren't best friends. I thought it was I just like, like mocking, that. innit? They were like, yeah, they were quite close though, I thought. Uh, outside I of looking in. 
maybe from an outsider, maybe it's cause, just because it was like mostly boys and there was only like yeah. a handful of girls in a year, you know what I mean? But yeah, you seem good mates, but she always had a boyfriend that didn't go camping. And yeah. It was always like, oh, what's... Did what's you go in a tent? Or what was going on here? Going what? <laughs> her tent when you went on camping. A tent? Yeah. Camping? Right. We went to camping. What? <laughs> <laughs> we went to camping school. Oh, okay. Yeah, I we didn't go camping. camping all this time. I was like, what? <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, no, that that was yeah, that was nothing really. No. So you did this, actually... this was kind of like I did at the time, but was like she like a train kind of traps, like... like you see her on the train and you fall in love with her, and then you're like, no, this is this was kind of like you've been an all guys school, and then some girls are introduced, and, and it was the thing, and it was it's like slim pickings oh, as well. Shit. I don't know. It's kind of just a thing like. Oh, shit, there's girls here. I can't blame you. I liked her as well, but <laughs> to be honest, I think everyone did. So yeah. So what is what is, ain't it? Yeah. We have a. I know we we have some like good like. So one of my favorite memories. We were in the same set for maths. Yeah, I was going to bring this up. Yeah. <laughs> so we were, we were both in top set maths. Yeah, we had a teacher. Our the top set teacher was called Mr. Burke. He's from Australia. Yeah, but absolutely. he was just he's a legend. Yeah, absolute legend. Legend of the sport. But it wasn't like he was just. I don't know what made him a legend. He was just quite was just, quirky, weren't he? Yeah, it was a bit different, kind of. So one of the stories is, by the way, if you hear us like drinking or anything, we're me and Luke are on a few bevs at we're the moment. A, yeah, we're on the beers tonight. I'm on the DMCs, double Malibu and Coke. I will be later. Yeah. yeah, we had a teacher called Mr. Burke, who was our maths teacher, top set. And he just did like random things sometimes. So one of our lessons, he just got out some like whipped cream and strawberries and started like making... He just started like, shit. yeah, whipping. He just started whipping cream in our maths lesson but didn't tell anyone what he was doing and we were just sitting we were all just sitting there looking at him like yeah what is he doing and i, I feel i have it on film yeah, I, yeah I, remember. I can i can show you but um well that's one of the the, the one that speaks out to me is the one when he punched sam man i was shocked he punched us like a proper punch he or? like well so it was from our point of view we just go into the lesson and sam turns up late and walks in or whatever Mr. Burke's like, why are you late? And then he like grabs him by the hand and starts punching him in the arm. And we're all like, we, we were just, I was <laughs> we're just shocked. like shocked. Like none, none of us, I was, I thought about it afterwards. Like none of us like getting up to like help him. Yeah. In hindsight, we're well, just all there like, when was that? Like, about that, going, life? that year 10? Must have been year 10. Or maybe. I thought this was sixth form. How could you have been in a set for sixth form? In sixth form, we, no, so we, 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 did, sets. we did like maths year early. Yeah. We were like oh, okay. in the top set. So that means Big we were doing our A levels in year, year early as well, in year 11. So he still had that kind of like top set thing. Yeah, so we were all just shocked. And then Sam then rolls up his sleeve and he's got like padding underneath. Yeah. And they'd, so they'd like organized this whole thing before. Yeah. What? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the lesson was though. But he started talking about like force and momentum. Is that like what when it was? you start like punching someone. And yeah. Like, oh, was this mechanics? Yeah, it might have been mechanics actually. That makes sense if it was mechanics. Wait, did we? Why would you talk about force or momentum then? Yeah, yeah, we've done M1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've done mechanics. Yeah, that was definitely one. There's another one where he tried to say he was like in a rock band. Yeah, he liked um, yeah, yeah. that song like Postman. Wait, Mr. Post. <laughs> yeah. Something yeah. like that. I don't remember that. I think I believed him as well. I believed him, yeah. yeah. I was Googling it that night, <laughs> looking up, looking for pictures of him in a, in a band. Yeah. No, he is just like a pretty good guy, to be honest. I liked him. A lot of people complained about him, though. Yeah. Saying like he weren't that good. Like it wasn't like a good teacher. But, but I was, I liked him a lot. Yeah, and no, I did as well. We, we had like a maths teacher who did like backup vocals for like, I think it was like Tinchy Stride. I'm going to have to check out the exact names as I say this now because I don't want to. teachers at Wembley. But <laughs> no, it was just this one teacher and she had like done backup vocals at gigs and stuff for like, I mean, I'm going to find the exact artist names if you could just carry on chatting shit for one more second. No, so 
one of the incidents involving maths, I'm going to say his name, Mr. Williams, a head teacher. Do you remember the oh, letter? Letter. Letter incident. Right, yeah. Do you, want, do you want me to explain? Yeah, go on. So basically in year, at the end, was it the end of year 12? Or was it beginning of year 12? I think it might have been the beginning of year 12. Yeah, maybe. Well, basically me and Aaron, we wanted to do further maths. Yeah. In hindsight, I'm not sure why. Yeah, I, I can't be asked for that. But for whatever reason at the time, we wanted to do further maths. So we we went to the headmaster and I wrote a letter yeah. saying that I'd like for the school to pay for the exams and whatever, the textbooks, and that I would learn it on my own. Me and Aaron, we, like, we'd work together and basically do the AS ourselves. Yeah, so, just to have like an extra AS. Yeah, just to have an extra AS for uni. <clears throat> so I gave him the, the letter and... Yeah, we were both outside his like office or whatever yeah so I was, I was like we've got a letter for you and he goes what a, a what and i go a letter and he's like a, a what i say a letter and he goes a letter and he says you mean a letter and then i, my, I was just fuming i was like we're in essex mate it just is what it is yeah <laughs> and I, no, think, I think even we don't say the t's properly as well like because someone's pointed out to me many times mm. where i say like water as mm. water or whatever yeah i just ignore that t he was just unnecessarily being a pain yeah, like, what was there's the just no name? need for it, Mr. Williams. Yeah, I don't know if we have to. Like, like we've gone out our way to like, <laughs> we've gone out our way to be like good students. Yeah, and he just thrown it in my face. Like we were asking <laughs> to do an extra AS. Yeah, <clears throat> I was fuming. I'm still fuming now. My blood's boiling. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher's name for my school was I don't know if she would appreciate me, but she's not going to listen to this saying this anyway. So Yvonne John Lewis, yeah, and it was she is a female lead and backing singer from the United Kingdom. Um, London-based, she was discovered by Osman Wright, better known as her stage name, Moses, and a singer from British Downtown Tempo Group. It's spelled M-O-Z-E-Z, and the British Down Tempo Group 07. And these are the albums and stuff she's featured in and with artists, including Basement Jacks, Sia, Stella Brown, Narcotic Thrust, and Rollercon. And let's see... She was in like, so she's someone like the lead singers in some of these things. And one of them was in, it was a hit in 2002. It doesn't say exactly what, but. I mean, that's pretty impressive, I guess. There's a few other artists, but yeah, I think those are the ones that you'd probably have heard of. Like, um, Sia, so S-I-A. Basement Jacks, I'm a big fan of, yeah. Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to tell if you're no, a big fan of being serious. <laughs> that's, uh, no, who's it? It's, uh. I won't play it. But oh, yeah. By the way, I'm reading this off her wiki page, just so you know that she's legit. Your teacher has a wiki page. Yeah. That's pretty cool. We, uh, I don't it... think we had any like famous teachers. We, there was a rumor going around that one of our teachers was a porn star. I think everyone's had a one teacher that Is had that, that rumor. Everywhere. Was it? So, who? Miss Danos. Who's that? She was DT teacher in like, she oh, left really early. Oh, like, she was like Spanish, like European, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know how legitimate that claim was, but. I doubt, uh, I've never seen it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that was just. Yeah, just a rumor. Wait, I think around. her chart, one of the songs actually made it to number one. Well, not her song, but whatever she featured in as a backup vocal, made it to like number one in the United States. The Basement Jacks ones are popular. Mm-hmm. It's, I can't I can't think of it now. Yeah. I'm not sure if I even know these Basement Jacks. You'd know it if I, if I played it, you'd know. Yeah. Well, I know Sia, so like I know that's a pretty big deal. If that's, you yeah. Were, yeah, that's a yeah. big name. So that, that, one, that one came as a shock because she only started teaching me in like sixth form. And uh, I think she had it like against me because like um, I used to just... Talk. I used to get my work done where I used to be ahead anyways, just mm. because I hated being behind or having to be mm. stuck because I just wanted to try and eventually learn for the Oxford entrance exam. Yeah. So, which I failed horribly, but... Um, you applied to go to Oxford? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a surprise, isn't it? Why do you think I'm stupid? You were a second yeah. choice then. Pretty much. Huh? Warwick was a second choice. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't get off from... or I didn't get to interview stage with Oxford, so I had an offer from UCL and then Warwick. So Warwick was my insurance. And then when I joined, Warwick actually became above UCL, so it worked out for me anyways. Mm. 
That's like a sign I want to bring up. So like Luke, you didn't go to university. No. I feel like at school, it's kind of shoved in your face a bit. Like, think. Yeah, I have. If, I felt like it was the only option. I, I thought that exactly. Yeah. Looking back, I feel like Campion, all they did was say it was just uni or nothing. Hmm. Do, do, what, do you think the same? Yeah. Yeah. I think like it worked out for me. <laughs> to be honest, I never. Well, was not going to go uni. Yeah. It just never. Well, I, I never thought it was. I never really thought about anything else to be honest yeah like so it wasn't much of an issue for me but looking back on it now i can see yeah they didn't really like, didn't everyone apply to go uni that's what Literally i mean everyone like in sixth form anyone that dropped out yeah they essentially dropped out because they weren't going to go sixth form so yeah. like the school was basically have to get rid of them i think it was just like a ticking box exercise where for the school it looks good if they have x amount of students go to uni yeah sure. so they just wanted everyone to go so there was never really that support or there was that idea was never there of not going uni, just going straight into work, get an apprenticeship, anything. There was never any talk of that. It was just always uni, uni, uni. Yeah. Yeah. What was like? I think it was somewhat similar, but maybe not as hard as or harsh as maybe you lot make it sound. For us, it was mm-hmm. like you can go to uni, but for us, like the top unis weren't really always an option. Like even for me, like I was told the best at the time where King's College was at like 25th in the computer science um, leaderboards. It was like they were like, oh, the best you can applying for that is a push. Like that's what I was told. Yeah. <laughs> and because like most people from our school didn't actually go to like really, really good universities and or at least especially in computer science. So like I would have had to be the first anyway. So when I applied, First of all, they were shocked. But then when I landed, like, I think I had three offers in the first week and then the fourth within the week after. And then obviously the Oxford one was rejected. So, but then that's when they were like, oh shit, like this, this kid somehow secured offers from all these top places. Mm. And not like in a bragging way, it was just like, I hated the idea of having to go to a shit uni yeah. where a lot of other people from my school were going because I didn't get, get along with a lot of people. What from was like the most common kind of uni people went to? I'll say like from the, th- from what I've heard, I'm not saying it's going to be accurate. At least from my year, it would have been probably like King's College, Queen Mary's, like or and lower. Still pretty Br- good universities. Brunel was had a a very high amount of people going to it. Okay, like it may be Russell Group and stuff, but like it was still frowned upon. Like if you ended up there, because everyone was always like, "Now nah, I'm going to make it to like you know UCL, basically all like very high tier." But then. Mm. When I guess reality starts kicking in and no one is putting the work, everyone thinks it just comes with like just chilling there. And then it all starts kicking people down. People start having to drop subject because they're failing in it. And yeah, then we saw it drop, um, drop off. And then one of my other friends, Krishan, which, which he should be coming on one day soon. He actually went through the apprenticeship route, but he, it wasn't really advertised from our school because mm. there was a chance where I almost dropped off for an apprenticeship. But then I thought, nah, I just want to have that uni degree because I always wanted the master's. Yeah. Because for me at that time, I wasn't educated. So I, they, all I thought, an apprentice was that you could do at the same time whilst doing your sixth form and um, university but then I found out you can't so I was like oh okay so what I want to do is not really feasible yeah you went down the apprenticeship route yeah so did you take a break as well in between like no long story short I I completely failed my A-levels in drastic style I think I got well I say I failed but I think you kind of like gave up a bit yeah I I mean I didn't fail like yeah that's the thing I don't want to be big-headed but I just I I feel like you could have I could have done a lot better. Top uni. I got, I don't know what I got in the end, CDD or CCD. I think like, even for us, like anything below C is considered a fail. C is considered yeah. pass. Everything below is fail. That's what I mean. Like I was, I mean, I was predicted straight A's or whatever. So getting C's was just like a fail to me. But that was just for, like from a lack of effort. I just couldn't be bothered like <laughs> in year 13. And yeah, so I just I just failed my A levels and then just started applying for jobs randomly, essentially, and ended up sort of falling on my feet with a job at Lloyd's uh, with an apprenticeship. And I was sort of for the first while, sort of was okay. 
was earning good money, was on an apprenticeship at all as well compared to my uni friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I guess I was just in debt. Well, I guess from our group, it was only... Yeah, I was... Well, um, to actually, be, from our, yeah, our friendship group at the time. It was 50-50, yeah, really, was to be fair. But looking back at it, I, I don't really have any... like I don't have a regret of not going to uni. I can't imagine being in however much debt it is and yeah. a degree to me it's not you know it's not it doesn't bother me I'm not I'm not bothered about it and I don't think it's going to hold me back in anything I want to do so I don't regret that I mean I regret like not having a, a uni life and experiencing that but for the money no big regrets yeah like I can't say that my degree I think I can do what I do without my degree technically but it's just kind of the opportunities that I probably had I probably wouldn't have had without the degree and as you said, like the uni life is probably... Yeah, good experience. Yeah. It's probably like more important for me than the actual degree. Like looking back on it, like I think I, yeah, well, I, I think, grew up a lot during that time. I think for you two, I mean, you've got, obviously, both of you have got a really good degree. Yeah. From yeah. A really good uni. So that's different. But like for me, I was going to... I had an unconditional offer for, for mathematics from Greenwich. Greenwich on a good uni. And uh, it would have been a waste of money to go to Greenwich. Yeah, I always try to tell people, like, if you're not going for, like, at least Rossa Group Uni or, like, mm. something that is going to, like, definitely guarantee you a job, like, I'm not sure it's worth going into depth. Especially, unless you're on a scholarship, then go ahead. Yeah. But in this current day and age, I don't think it's worth going into it. But when you didn't exactly, obviously, you didn't you live the uni social life. So how did that work out for you via the apprenticeship? Like, was it, I guess, satisfactory? Were you happy with it? Were you... Maybe were you interested in having like Aaron's social life at uni or? I mean, at the time, I didn't miss it too much, really. I mean, I, I had my apprenticeship mates, like there was 10 of us on the course. So I sort of experienced, you know, a friendship group with that a lot. And I had, we had, a, I had a few mates at home who didn't go to uni. So, you know, there was always that sort of social life. But yeah, looking back out of everything, that that's probably the thing I would miss the most. I wish I would experience some sort of uni life, but ultimately I don't, don't regret nothing really my sisters as well they took the apprenticeship route so neither of them went to university but both of them like pretty much landed really well on their feet like one of them one of them got an apprenticeship at google and is now working at universal studios and then the other one worked at halifax for a long time and then he's now got an apprenticeship at lloyd's mm. our school the apprenticeships were kind of i guess like frowned upon as well like until like people ended up obviously miserably failing and I wouldn't say failing. Some people just didn't care. Education wasn't for them. So like they dropped out, but it was frowned upon until like they were in it because then I guess for them, they still wanted to flex back. So they were still like, oh no, I got this apprenticeship in IT. I'm doing this, this, this mm. to make them sounds, you know, like, and it's not taking a shot at people doing apprenticeships. I know just other people because I remember when you run into like old people just randomly about because it's still your, the area you grew up in. I remember they'd obviously try to flex their back, but they're just like, oh shit, maybe sometimes. Maybe sometimes they all have the regret of not doing better in school. But then again, I'm not, I don't always say people should have the best exam performance because I wasn't always that great at ex exams as well. So yeah, that's a big thing as well. Like you could be like the smartest person, but just be poor at exams or like crumble a bit under pressure. And yeah, that could affect you not getting into university. It's difficult, isn't it? Like the exam day pressure was you, like, you never really had to learn a topic. You had to learn how to now an exam. Like you yeah. need to know what the examiner wants. That was kind of similar to university as well, I felt. University was more memory tests from my experience. There's a few like logical, in our case, like logical, like an algorithmic exams we had. Those ones I could do well on, but the rest I'll just fuck up because like I don't have the memory yeah. to just remember it for in the one hour 30 in a row or something. And, and university exams are like a specific, like te your lecturer wrote that exam. Like it's not like yeah. a nationwide kind of thing. I was going to say, is that, I, I yeah. don't know what it's I like didn't know that uni. going into university. Yeah. But like your, say you had lecturer, whatever. John Doe wrote your John Doe. exam <laughs> and he took your lecture. 
he was your lecturer and he'd write the exam at the end of mm. the year and he'd mark it as well. So, so it's all like, so it's just based off your lecturer. He yeah, just graded yeah. you. So your, your lecturer could pretty much teach you what you want and examine what you want really. Yeah. The thing is, cause we obviously all joined with a different mindset. Like, oh shit. Like obviously we were used to doing it for Edexcel, AQA. Mm. I don't know what the other boards are, but like when we got to uni, like I, I realized now that they, they hinted at like so many of the things that would come in the exams, like even during revision time. But sometimes we were just like, oh no, I want to learn. Like, we'll just come up. We'll like, we'll still ask it. And, but they may have said it in a very bait way. And we are just like, now, now, now thinking back at like, they hinted at like literally what they're going to ask us. And we were just sometimes too thick, I guess, to realize mm. that they've literally told us what they're going to ask us, but we're just not revising that. We're just trying yeah. to revise all this other bullshit around it. Are you talking about university? Yeah. yeah. That no one cares about. And yeah. Yeah, that was different. And then, because I remember like in, in A-levels, yeah, when I was trying to really hard to get into like a good uni, I was just like revising so many exams. I was just doing exams over and over and over and over again till essentially like I'd know every single question like or know how to work through any type of question from that. Like, because there sometimes they'll just remix questions. And I was just like, if I work through every type of it, all it is is changing values. Yeah, I found that with the maths one. So yeah. like C1, M1, C2 and, and all that C1, stuff. C1, yeah. C2 and all that. That was, uh, yeah, You could, I literally did... I think for like all those maths exams, I did every paper that I'd for ever been. For C3, I even for did like, like the specimen ones and I got yeah. 100 in that exam. And I walked out, that was the only exam in my life I walked out feeling I've, I've actually got 100. And I was like, shit, let me just not hear anyone else's answers and let me just live on this high. <laughs> when I got that 100, I was just gassed. I was like, A star, A star. Man. That was the one A star. I got. But 100 doesn't mean you got 100. Like you've only got yeah. to get that top. You you still might have got like whatever, 48 out of 50. Yeah, yeah. I think it was still... 74 out of 75 was still marked as 100 yeah. and that. But I was... For yeah. me, that was like that's the biggest that's the biggest yeah. double I took <laughs> yeah. at yes. that point. So like me and me and Luke, because we did maths uh, and you know, a year year early, we did oh, that nice. uh, C three exam. I don't know if you heard about it, but there was a C three exam which got leaked. No, it didn't get leaked, but it was like massive complaints about like how hard it was. Yeah, I think it was like completely different to like all previous exams. And I definitely like missed out questions or whatever. What board was this? This is at Excel. Oh, at Excel. Um, so it would, it would have been a C three exam just before you won. No, no I did C three though in my because we had you know how you have AS and A two. Mm-hmm. I did C three and A two, but I did C one, C two, and A AS. Yeah, that so we done. We done C one, C two in year eleven. Like that was our AS. And then we oh, done, okay, okay. I see, yeah. what, I see what happened. Then we done C three, C four, M one, S one in first year of sixth form. Yeah, yeah. So like I, I definitely remember like I think missing out at least one question or whatever. But I'm pretty sure I, I think I got a hundred in that, and like oh, because well, the marks are that low. Yes, yeah. So they moved them down like so much. I remember for like mechanics, like an AS, basically up until December, like we every did three mock tests, and I got three U's in a row. And my so the guy was called Doctor Sadako, like he was like one of the best maths teachers we could have before he left as well. And he was just like in front of the whole further maths class, there was like around fifteen people, just like look here, you got three U's in a row, and now if you get one more because the jan- the exam's coming up in January or whatever, yeah, you have to remember. So and I was just there like fuck if you get if you don't show any improvement you're getting kicked out before the exam because there's no point yeah <laughs> and he said that in front of the whole class as well yeah so like a few others also got like told yeah but like for me like he made it because he just i think he just expected more from me because of just the other work i did and like the other i guess compliments he heard from the other maths teachers because maths was just like one of my topics where yeah yeah i was like good at it for some yeah. reason uh, and i can't say the same for any other topic but i think there was just like good expectation and he was like i'm not having this i'm not having like a like a math specialist school at the time provide like someone coming out with a u or something so i i went to the all this saturday revision he like booked me in for the longest amount of saturday revisions and everything and then in just before like i guess a week or two before like the christmas holiday i managed to get a c and he was like oh shit 
Um, fair enough improvement and then i went on yeah, in january to get like i got a but i don't remember how much it wasn't like a 90 but it was well above 80 percent yeah and he was like because it was still one of the highest marks in the class he was like in front of the whole further maths class he apologized to me he's like <laughs> i'm sorry i said this part like i'm glad that you came through like this yeah because and i, I still remember that because i remember like I, it had to be taught to me somehow like sometimes maybe i just need to learn it a different way because yeah. i just didn't understand i guess this book work and then the exam business i was just like not a fan and my GCSEs were piss poor. So like me doing further maths was already them for them a big gamble. Yeah. And so when I did this, yeah, I, I still remember that moment. Yeah, like, although like arguably I should still be pissed at him for like embarrassing me in front of the whole class about the three U's. But then uh, at the end when he apologized, I think back, I'm like, I'm glad he made me. Do you not think he like used that as motivation? Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm glad that he did that because that was like, although it's not like, I guess a proper written lesson, like that was a proper lesson. Mm. I had to learn actual fear of not making it to a good uni because I need further maths. Because I wasn't going to do physics. Physics wasn't my thing. Yeah. I say that, but I did well in mechanics. But you know what I mean? I know. Like, that, was, that was the best yeah. thing for physics was... No, we did mechanics. The first year of physics was just M1, weren't it? It was yeah. just the, like, identical. Yeah, it, I, don't, I don't remember too much from... In our school, I don't think many people even got to, got an A at the end of A2 in physics. That's why like physics was a big gamble. And I wasn't a big physics. God. I was just like, fuck it. Yeah, I'll just do maths, further maths, applied ICT. And the fourth burner subject I picked was economics, which in hindsight, maybe I should have like worked towards it, but I didn't care about so it. What, so that was your AS? Yeah, yeah, I dropped that in AS I after getting that. a D in it. And I was like, I might bear in mind my predictions. You know how earlier you were saying prediction? My predictions were like A, B, C, D. Like that was my predict my predicted thing yeah, and A being in maths. And I was like, nah, I'm going to fucking top this. So I got A, A, B, D. I retook one exam, which made the other B in applied ICT and A. So um, at the end of that, I would technically ended up with A, 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 D. And then now that D just looks shit, yeah. Yeah. And But then in A2, I managed to, as I said, the C3, C4 was like, the C3 was the high, it was the first exam. A hundred hours, like gassed, yeah. Second exam, C4. I knew I just scraped the A star. I just had to survive for the, all the further maths exams and the other maths exam that I had. As long as I get the A star maths and then something reasonable, Hmm. in further maths but I, I flopped all of them i mean like d's and c's and like I, I got really horrible in the rest of the exams that followed but i still pulled through with an i got a c in further maths at the end of it because my average in the first year was actually high enough to keep me yeah and i was like fuck my life i'd never want to go through exams again <laughs> yeah i went university like and went no, through exam period is definitely the worst part of the worst part for me of any year i feel sorry for the current students that have to do all the as and a2 yeah. exams in one go like yeah. that is yes yeah, or whatever they call it now i don't know what they call it they have some new name for it yeah i, I don't even know to be honest i remember luke beat me on the first maths exam c1 c1 sound triggered. I, was, I was triggered <laughs> but then that, that that motivated me to like i got 92 and c1 yeah, i think i got 89 i was if i remember me. i was 14 years old when i sat that exam c a level were we 14? I was, because I'm born late. I was born oh, late. Okay. Oh, I'm born in August. But still, I'm in July. We didn't see them that late. We sat them sure. in June. Well, maybe you were 14, but yeah. you didn't do better than me anyway. Yeah, but I, I did better than every other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And you I, motivated him to become this. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I missed out a question, I think, as well. That's yeah. why I got 92. I missed. But it's quite funny, because going to uni like Cambridge and I just like maths was probably my least favorite but that like, was like discrete maths and logical maths I, like I don't blame you for that to be fair because when I had to retake that like I could have actually been kicked out at the end of first year because I had I came back for the September retakes so this was before and October is when the term starts so if I failed this I was gone <laughs> that one I was like how's my life come to this mm. what was it discrete maths retake and I went and smashed that but it was capped at 40 and because of my low coursework marks at the time as well it meant I had to get essentially get 100% exam so I had to get the full 40% cap that I could reach 
to stay in at uni and I'll just stay above the borderline to make it in. What was the exam you took that you just you just gave up? That was C f- four. <laughs> C four. I, I got you in. Yeah. Because it's Fuck. yeah. I just spent the how I don't know how long it was. Maybe an hour and a half just drawing a picture. Do you know what pissed me off about those exams back then? Before uni, like they never let us like leave the exam hall. Like C three, not in a cocky way, but I finished that in like under forty minutes. Mm. And I was just like, as I said, I for that one exam, I had done every single paper. So I just, at that point, I knew like every single question in the textbook and everything. I was like, anything you put in there, I've done it and I know how to work through it. But I never understood why they didn't let us leave early because I don't want to have to be drawing an exam for fucking 45 minutes or whatever. Exactly, yeah. And when the teachers walk by, you have to pretend like I'm fucking checking my work or I'm writing I, the answer because it looks just, dodgy. I was just sitting there looking at the invigilator walking past like, yeah, no, I'm <laughs> fucked. I'm <laughs> fucked. We, we used to like, um, well, I don't know if I did it. I think I remember you did it once where you'd have the tracing paper and you write down all your answers on the tracing paper so you can take it out and then compare it with other nah, people. I don't I, know if you did, but I definitely remember people doing it. I think I remember someone doing that. I didn't do that. Yeah. But yeah, I've I done that. I think I might have done that on like my hand, like for GCSE, just wrote down every answer. Yeah. Because then you could check on like the, the student, student room, the, student room yeah. the next day and see that like, someone would have to draft answers like a, like a teacher would put li- his answers up. Yeah. And then I had my answers. I was like, I've got a story. Yes. <laughs> that's what demoralized me from ever checking answers. Cause like, that's when you start losing marks. Like if you lose them mentally, then you get demoralized for the next exam. Yeah. So I had to stop looking at student room and stop listening to everyone. Like I would just be in and out of like school and you, same with uni. Like I'll be in and out. Yeah. Uni, whenever we finished the exam, we were both I like, was... no, don't talk to me. Don't talk to yeah. me. Cause we always had like a group that yeah, congregate like... outside the exam hall and be like, Oh, what did you get for this what did you get for even this? like they come like back that. to the department start talking, I'm like man I don't want to hear this like because yeah. when you mentally lose that like motivation it makes the next exam even more daunting because then you're thinking like oh I need to get 20% more in yeah. this exam Yeah, and then it keeps going because every every exam you hear it it just keeps going and for someone like me as I said that apart from like those algorithmic and mathematical ones back in like AS and A2 I'm shit at exams so if I, when you keep telling me about these bullshit memory things that you that you remembered correctly or yeah this was the correct ones confirming with someone else and I, if I hear it that's like 10 marks gone I was, I was fine in thinking I failed I just didn't want to know I failed yeah I'll, yeah, like, that's, that was my logic <laughs> because, I was like, because I'd have that bit of hope thinking I passed so they, was you allowed to leave yeah. an exam in, in, in uni yeah, I, I didn't really I don't I can't remember me actually leaving an exam but we were allowed to, you used to leave everyone basically no, not everyone. The OS early, yeah. But it had to be like fifteen minutes before the end of the exam. Yeah, wow. that you had to stay in. If you if you couldn't leave fifteen minutes before it ended and half an hour, the first half an hour. So if you managed to actually finish your exam, would you were just in there to fail it and then leave because you already got a first or whatever? Yeah, that was like one way of like stopping the havoc, I guess, in the first eight minutes. I think I'm not sure why mm. why exactly they yeah. did it, but. I th- I just think I think the main difference between like school and university when it comes to exams and stuff like that is just the mentality switch between forty percent is a pass at university and That's you know people people tr- like are happy with that yeah I was, like well, I was we were trying to get over like sixty percent or like fifty percent and be happy with that hmm. whereas that GCSE and A level it's like 80, 90s stuff like that yeah so I think I think that was like a big a big part and it was also mad if you think about it now because that was eighty to ninety percent. Gen- generally across maths you had to know everything whereas that one at uni it was like a specific topic so like if you know 40 percent of the topic you could get away with passing the module mm. whereas in maths a level you'd have to know pretty much 90 percent of the topics yeah to stand a chance for that a or the a star and you'll be strategic so you'd be like oh this module i can just get 40 percent. this module <laughs> i can get 8 percent. this module i can get 60 i've done that with a level or my gcse's on like each exam i was like i can like within a particular subject 
yeah, yeah. like chemistry for example i got the first two multiple choice ones i got a stars so i knew i had loads of like ums marks in the bank yeah to get an a overall so i, was, I knew i could just get straight like b's in the rest of the exam and overall i'd get an a so i was like i'll put little work into that yeah and then work on something else you know to try and get a better grade yeah overall rounding up this like kind of topic i don't think university is the be all and end all of like no. and exams. education i don't think exams. like I, f- I think in a way i definitely taught my i feel like i taught myself a lot of my degree and going to lectures I, I was probably asleep in most of them i barely went to any lectures at uni yeah. if you count cal- people calculate like per lecture what's the cost per lecture if you based on your modules i'm pretty sure like every lecture i went to was probably worth a grand for me a year because i barely went to that many lectures but like yeah in court co- i'll just target my coursework because i think that was like more accurate to your how do i say it more accurate to your I, I, was, I was pretty much just taught by the indian bossman on youtube oh yeah, yeah. yeah. so was there still there was still youtube tutorials for like Certainly. what we were getting taught in not as in our lecturer because we had exam solutions remember for, for yeah, our yeah, A-level. yeah yeah it's kind of similar to it's that just the same yeah, thing yeah. yeah kind of similar but exam solutions were like literally going through an exam mm. whereas you can't really do that with university because every exam's it's different yeah written yeah. by like different universities and yeah, stuff like yeah. that but yeah, I think it's just like kind of the resources and the community and the social aspects that probably the main advantage of going to uni. Mm. But yeah, I don't think necessarily need it or you should really regret much about it. So any any final points on that kind of little topic? School, life, university, not going to university? Fuck uni. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need it. Did you ever come to visit Aaron at uni actually? Came, I came in... Wait, did we meet then? Because if we did, then I feel no, so bad. Okay. I don't I think, think we met, did we? I think you did, but it was like, all right. We walked into. Remember that time where uh, one of our friends threw up, threw up on the U1. I was taking him into campus because I went to like Shannon campus. I think we were actually going to play tennis, but there was some event going on. We'd just been out at Casbar the night before, me, Luke, and James. And we were on the back of the U1 bus or U12 or whatever ran on Sundays. U17. U17. Oh, God. Yeah. One of our mates threw up at the back. Like really well, to be fair. Like it was a. He made no noise. Yeah, it was it was quite impressive. It was very, <laughs> to be honest, like I was cringing. Yeah, I have a picture of it as well. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh god, I brought you to my uni and you do this kind of thing. But no uh, one knew other than us two. Yeah, we got off next stop, in like the middle of I don't even know where we were, Kenilworth or something. Oh wait, that may have been X seventy then. If you were like, did you take it from Cov? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I don't know why I say Cov. It was probably Kenilworth we were in. Yeah, and then we just walked the rest of the uni and it pretty cold and it was raining whatever. But then we came into like DCS and I think you, Yash and Jitin were there. Oh, they were in the, in the, like, the lab? Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. But it's like okay. a very brief like... I think I might remember that now. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was the second time. You also came one time in second year. Second year, that house, that was freezing cold. It's a really nice house, but it was, it was pretty cold. You house. had no heating. Uh, yeah. Just trying to save money, you know, as students. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we've, we've been up to see... So James is our other friend who went to university in Sheffield. So we've been up to his university a couple of times now which sheffield university there's two the good one yeah the good one not sheffield not, not hallam yeah yeah okay yeah if anyone listens to this from sheffield hallam <laughs> yeah, like and greenwich as well because we already said greenwich, yeah, shit fuck, as well. fuck greenwich. <laughs> I've, got, I've got an unconditional from greenwich i think i can still go there if i wanted <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> they gave me three grand off actually i like semi scholarship but do you think you'd ever like want to do a degree in the future Mm. maybe if you're like really wealthy you want later like a, on and just yeah like, a PhD like yeah. to get a doctor if I was like rich and had like money yeah. to waste and like time to to kill 
then maybe I'd go back and get a maths degree. But because I, I do enjoy maths, but not as like to add it to my CV to get a good job. No, I'd rather just crack on working and you know make my money that way. Yeah. But yeah, if I had the time to kill, then I would. Yeah, I'd look into it. Yeah. So yeah, I think we'll uh, switch up the topic a bit. And uh, Luke, you recently ran the Berlin Marathon. Did. So now it's at the end of September. So do you want to like, yeah, just talk about that a bit and maybe like how you did and how it went? Right. So my, my, should I talk, or maybe your journey. Like, yeah. Should I talk about my running career? Yeah. Go for <laughs> it. Okay. So I started running in probably in the end of year 13, like just as we left, just as I started working. I remember I watched, I was a big fan of Casey Neistat. Shout out to Casey Neistat. Legend. And he was always running. He sort of inspired me to run. So I started running and at the time I was like 16 stone and I just had lots of problems. What's that in kg once? <laughs> in kg, that, I don't know, that's like 110, 105, I don't know. I'll do the quick maths on Google. Quick maths. So basically I had like loads of injuries because I was so heavy and I just could never really run too far. 15 stone is 95 kg by the way. What's 16? Six, yeah, 101.6. Um, yeah, so I had basically I had loads of injuries and, and whatnot. I, I saw a physio just because I could never run. I, basically, I was just so heavy that I could never run and I kept having injuries. So I decided just to lose weight without running, lost a few stone. Then I started running again. And then like September of last year or October of last year, I just decided to enter the ballot for the Berlin Marathon. And basically this time last year, so November 2018, I got an email and I'd got into the, the Berlin Marathon. Just sheer fluke, really. So I was like, oh, fucking hell, I'm, I guess I'm running the Berlin Marathon. So then I started, after that, I started to run every day. So for November, I just said, I'm going to run every day in November. And me and my training partner, Daniel, <laughs> who said he don't want to be shouted out, but oh, he said there it is. Okay, too late. We, too, we both of us was like we're going to start running every day. So for November, I started running every day. He he ended it at the end of November, and I just cracked on, and I cracked on until the day before I went to see Aaron in San Francisco, which I can't remember when that was. April ish. Yeah, it was around that time. So I done. I think I done nearly six months of running every day, and then after that, I just ran. You know, five days a week. After that, yeah, I ran the Berlin Marathon in September. Went and done it. How long is the Berlin Marathon? Twenty six miles. Is a marathon a distance? Yeah, yeah. marathons a distance. Also, like the London Marathon is the exact same as the Berlin. Marathon. Did you not yeah. know that? No, I didn't. I didn't have the route, yeah. You're so thick, mate. Honestly, mate I, I didn't have a fucking clue about that. That's, that's why there's half marathon and marathon as well. Exactly, half marathon. I, I like thought marathon distance. was just a name for like a Reaching. long run. No, there's that boy Yash ran a marathon, mate. No, a marathon is a set distance, twenty six miles. Oh shit. Okay. Do you care to share what time you did it? Uh, I've done it in three hours, 28 minutes and 54 seconds, which I'm very proud of. Uh, initially, when I, when I entered, I was aiming for sub four, but because I got so fit, I decided to go for 330. And that's really good. I mean, you know, I'm not good with distances. I know a lot of people, like I mean, most people I spoke to don't have a clue if that's a good time or not. You seem like pretty happy. Yeah, I, with that, like yeah as far as I'm concerned. If someone ran it quicker than me, I'd shake their hand. So fair play to them. What was the time again, sorry? 3.28. Shit, that's, that's quite quick. Yes, yeah. Just, I clang on for dear life. I was struggling. Were you, were you cramping up near yeah. the end? Oh, okay. Have you got any, are you going for any other marathons? Yeah, I'm doing the Manchester Marathon in, uh, to be honest, I don't know when that is, April, April next year with Dan, my training partner. <laughs> <laughs> not, we're not saying his surname, so 
could be anyone to protect his identity yeah, yeah. not that they can't see like mutual friends Aaron Conway and Luke <laughs> I could have many friends called Daniel I'm not sure if I do to be honest but yeah I don't so, think I actually do but. yeah so I'm running that in next April I think we're just going to aim for sub four just because I can't be asked going you know I gave everything for that run so yeah I can't be asked running that hard again did you raise money or how was it no I, I no I just done it for myself but I, I'm I'm keen to do London at some point but basically the only way you can do London is to raise money for charity so at some point I'll probably sign up for it and raise money for charity but you know when that time is we'll see and I'd, I'd potentially do the all the six majors there's there's basically six majors for the marathon so there's New York Chicago Boston London Berlin and Tokyo so obviously I've done Berlin but to do all six it's quite a feat like especially Boston you have you, the only way you can get into Boston is by running sub three sub three hours what so you have to run sub three you have to in run, another marathon yeah to qualify you like you use another marathon as a qualifying time to do right. Boston so it's a big ask what was the weather difference in Berlin when you went to do it because obviously here we have British weather as as it's called uh Berlin was like basically whatever London was like whatever London's okay. like in September it was like 16 degrees but the last hour and a half it was just torrential rain and I was just drenched the worst part of it like I was I was just drenched to the bone and I couldn't I just had my phone in my hand and all I wanted to do was just play music but my phone was just drenched and I had nothing to dry it on so I, my like my fingerprint yeah, weren't working anything. so I just couldn't play music because my phone was just wet you know and that was the worst part and my shoes were just soaking wet so my toes were just oh. just turned to mush yeah, yeah. I've, I've lost a toenail yeah doesn't that, <laughs> doesn't that like affect the run as well oh yeah I mean it makes it a lot harder yeah, yeah. So do you think you could have done better in like better conditions? Uh, well, I mean, I could probably go a couple of minutes quicker if I had to, but not significantly. I, I just, yeah. I, I was just aiming for sub three and a half yeah. from, from the off and yeah, just fought through the pain for it. And this is like, this kind of all coincides with you've like lost a lot of weight since, well, since camping anyway. Yeah. So I'd say, when was it? January of 2018, I was 17 stone. Hamish, if you want to convert that into kilos. Just add another six to what I just lost. You're more than welcome to. <laughs> and I've always been a bit chubby. Aaron, you can you can say that if you want to. Yeah, been a bit of a big boy. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, well let me let me go back a, a peg and say I quit my job at Lloyd's because I was unhappy. Yeah. And we'll leave that there. <laughs> but What's that like timeline-wise? That was... Yeah. That was summer of 2017. So that's 17 stone is 108 kg. 108 kg. Fucking hell. So my my 21st birthday, which was summer of 2017, I quit my job because I was miserable. Then January 2018, I was like, fuck it. I need to lose some weight. I'm just unhappy. I'm not, you know, I'm not happy with life. So that's when I started running and all, you know, like I said earlier. So to now, I'm five stone lighter than I was, which I'm fairly happy with. Yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely like a visual, like I remember when you came over to San Francisco, I was definitely like a bit shocked. Well, not shocked. I, I guess I'd like seen pictures or whatever. But yeah, I, I remember. It's definitely like, oh shit, you're looking like, like a lot slimmer than what I remember. I remember when I saw you at the, um, yeah, the airport, you were like, oh shit. And I was like, oh, inside I was like, yes. <laughs> I was quite proud of myself. I was quite happy. Yeah. So you think that was like, wanting to touch on kind of like the body confidence thing, because I think that's, I think it also improves your confidence a lot. Well, not improves, improves might be the wrong word, but or it's helped your confidence. Yeah, it's definitely helped my confidence. I think, I mean, I suppose it's a bad thing if you 
relate your like happiness or your confidence to how you look you know yeah they should be two separate things you should I, th- I think everyone does though but yeah that's the thing Even i think I do. everyone inside i think everyone does so but I, losing that weight for me and well, like i'm a lot happier of how i look a lot more confident i love like I, I mean i do weights five days a week i run for like, five days a week and i um, i love every minute of it and I'm, I'm gonna do it for the rest of my life you know yeah you do think it's something you'd like keep up yeah definitely like, because I, I watched a, uh, see, I've been trying to, well, I've been like on and off with Jim for like since <laughs> uni, I guess. And uh, I know I watched a video recently from this guy called Joma. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I started watching him. Um, he's a bit of like a vlogger, but he did like a lot of Silicon Valley kind of videos. He's someone yeah. who works over there. So I started watching him quite a bit when, when I realized I was like moving out there. So it's mostly just tech videos, but he recently uploaded a video where he basically just spent 30 days just getting hench, like yeah going gym eating well whatever for 30 days then at the end of it he was just very you can see he got like he showed photos or whatever and he got like visually sorry that's my phone oh, professional um, <laughs> what's the name um <laughs> but yeah at the end of the 30 days he was like actually no he recorded like a post a video like i think even after those 30 days and it was like yeah those 30 days were good as like a goal like it just he set a goal and he did it but he was like if i'm honest i haven't done it since like it just didn't didn't stick he he said it didn't like those 30 days were good and looked better and all that but it didn't didn't affect his life really to be honest he felt like it didn't need to the amount of pain he went through to get to the during those 30 days and how much he had to eat differently yeah i mean he just like didn't enjoy it people are different aren't they i like i say in november i started to run every day i've done the challenge of running 5k a day and for me that stuck you know i've done that for six months straight in the end and then same with the weight it's it's the same with anything if you if you do something for a month then it becomes a habit you know you yeah. you crack on with it and then after a few months it's you just you're just doing Naturally. it without even trying and that's the same with training with running or anything you know I, I, in a way i don't really feel like i'm trying to do not putting too much effort into it but you take today for example i've, I've run and done weights for two hours so you know like it's nothing yeah it's just that habit that you've got to build that lot sort of lifestyle that attitude towards it yeah now, when you start in gym again we hear a lot about this gym. Talk. I've started gym. I've I've started like more, at least more regularly yeah, than I been, was on. He's been messaging me for advice. Yeah, yeah. I've been getting some. Uh, I'm on the Luke Mackin for it was PL training. PP uh PPL PPL plan push pull legs. Yeah. So uh, my mate yeah. sent me the same thing, and he's built. He built me an actual spreadsheet with this is how many. This is the ex- diet he recommends based on my dietary requirements. Or this is the. Yeah calories this is much carbs you need blah 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 and here's the thing where you track your own body weight and your muscle like how much is how much muscle is in your um arms legs butt, or something like that yeah and all these complicated things which i need to read up on and then hopefully start soon well i don't know if i'll be able to fully maintain the dietary change at least early on what's your like goal <clears throat> my goal mm-hmm. is just to like well currently i'm underweight because i'm 57 kg because i was just ill for quite a while and wow. i'll be recovering fully soon and then I'm going to just be just, I just, I don't care about being like dench. I just think I just want to be, become leaner again. Like, and just back to fitness. Like I hate not being able to do a run or something. Or like if I was to restart playing squash, like there's no way I could play a full game. Like if I run up the stairs, like I try to always run up the escalators in wherever I am, whichever train station, I can just about do it. But like the amount of strain I feel is so not, it's just too bad. Like I remember there was a summer where I was meeting up with uni friends and you know when the elevator stopped working? I don't know which one it was. Maybe it was Covent Garden. They had like 170 oh, something steps. I one, yeah. I did that on a leg day and I felt, I didn't feel like it was too much pain. Like I felt like, because I always did like 15 minutes of steps every leg day mm. to like press it into me. And I was like, now this is nothing, yeah. But like 
I felt good then and right now I just don't feel good because obviously I'm not gymming or anything. I, I mean, overall, I'd recommend it to anyone. Just like fitness and I mean, it ain't got to be as extreme as what I do, but just going to the gym or going for a run a few times a week, I, I, it makes you feel so much better. Yeah. It makes me feel so much better anyway. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm kind of, I know, I'm, I'm more approaching it from like an aesthetic point of view, to be honest. I mean, that's what I, I just do. Wanna, yeah, just, just look Yeah, I just want to look sick. I don't, I don't really mind about the strength aspect necessarily and i guess fitness just is i guess it's always good just to be a bit bit more healthy yeah well that was more fitter. like the run the run was like the fitness thing for me going sub three and a half was like that was like a what's it like a pinpoint in in fitness like a milestone but now i've done that i'm sort of easing off the gas with running and i'm sort of done with it mate like maybe one day i'll go for sub three or something like in the future but i'm happy enough with that run and i'm just now i'm just going to run for fun and just run for overall health just run a few times a week you see with a lot of people like one of the people in that we all know like ethan payne bazinga he's done like a massive weight loss transformation last few years and you can tell like how much how different he is i think and Uh, like his confidence levels like he's just been commentating on the KSI Logan Paul fight on Sky I don't Sports think he like, feels fat they would have put him on. Like I don't... Yeah, no, 100%. I, I, I agree with that. And like just... I know he's just more general like behaviour since... Yeah. I think for everyone that's listening, Bazinga is exactly what I used to look like and is what I look like now. Except for I'm six inches taller. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I I think I can like draw comparisons between like but it, where Bazinga was. I if, think Bazinga was a bit bigger than you were. Maybe, but if Gymshark want to sponsor me, <laughs> then they're more than welcome to. Yeah. If um, anyone from Gymshark listens to this, please do. <laughs> We'd accept sponsorships too. Yeah. And like just the like being comfortable in your own body thing and getting confidence from that. Like, swear if, if I was like two, three inches taller, it's a different ball game. <laughs> like my, I'd be a different person, I reckon. Not like a different person in terms of like personality wise, but I think confidence wise, it'd be very different. But to be fair, at one point... That was definitely before I had like facial hair though as well. Once I got facial hair, I think that confidence went up a bit. I was like, okay, I definitely look older. You know what I mean? At one point, you didn't do yourself any favours because what you decided to do was grow your hair out and then get your, all your passport and your driver's ID sorted with your long hair. Yeah. And then you got a trim. So then afterwards, no one believes that you're the same person in that picture. Yeah, yeah. That, that, was a, that was probably a mistake in hindsight. I assume your parents told you, but you just refused to listen to them. Yeah, to be honest, I thought I was going to keep my hair long forever at the time. But... Are you going to grow it again? I, think. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's too high I know. Luke, if Hamish, you won't know, but Luke grew his hair out long. Yeah. Like similar length to what I had when I was at its peak. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. I miss mine. Really? I regret it, yeah. I might grow it out again. We just liked it. I don't know. It was like, it was a bit long, as in not not length, but as in like... Maintenance. Maintenance. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just miss it. I miss it now, dearly. I feel like when I had long hair, I was definitely at my like most popular. You were the talk of the town. Yeah, yeah. I was like... I feel like people knew me yeah. more. And when yeah, he when he would, he would keep redoing his like he had like a what would you call the rubber bands like he would keep doing his rubber band a few times over especially when he had to play football he would do it up in a certain way trying to be Zlatan like a man bun yeah and it was it was just quite funny to see and I think I think he just was too gassed at himself oh, it's fair enough here obviously it's good to be gassed for yourself it was just it was quite comedic if anything I don't want to say no looking back on it it's like I see pictures and I'm like oh god that was a bit bad you thought it was bad I thought it was <laughs> good. It's, it's a bit opposite. Some photos I'm like, oh God, yeah, I look sexy. You know? But <laughs> some other ones I'm like, oh God, that's that's awful. Yeah, I know it's it's mix and match. I, I don't know if I will. I'd probably have to. I think you should uh, do it one more time. Might as well do it now. Just start now. I don't, don't think it's the best you. Do you think people, I don't you think it is. I don't think it is the best hair. hair. Yeah. 
No, wait, you're thinking you'd you wouldn't be able to pull with longer. I, I th- no, I think I look better with shorter. No, oh, okay. That's basically what I'm saying. That's what I've sort of thought at the time. Yeah. No, you don't think so. Now I'm sort of I wanna see now I don't care. Uh, 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 I want to see him dye his hair fully blonde one time, just <laughs> just for the comedic value that would provide. I, I, I thought about dyeing it like that, you know, that bleach blonde Sergio Aguero like, kind of thing. Messy. Yeah, yeah like I think it looks quite good. Kind. I don't know if I look good on me. Would but... you do like highlights or full on? Full on. Full on. Full on. Yeah. I I would. I'd be willing to do it for like like a week. I know. Can you get like a week one or something? No. You could get temporary one, but you have to get yours bleached to actually make it look like that realistically. So that know. means it's pretty. You you could dye it back to black afterwards, or you have to wait for it to grow out. I don't know. I, I feel like you don't see many people with our like skin complexion do that. I know. I've seen quite Zane quite Malik, a lot. Maybe. It's gone off like in at least the last year. I've seen like maybe not blonde, but like brown and other colors i've seen it go up so much i think it's just part of like 21st century like time to dye your hair a bit style it find what you like but i I don't think that'll make me like any more confident whatever i think my confidence has definitely improved a lot since definitely since i was at campion in a way yeah like yeah university definitely helped that a lot and then going to america for a year on my own definitely helped that a lot more as well so I think I think when I dyed my hair, my confidence even shot even further up because I also didn't care at that point. But when I dyed it, I was just like, "Wow, this is lit!" Because I liked it so much, I was like, "So that <laughs> yeah. I can." But that's that's another not that like I utilized it, yeah, too much, as much as I could have because I didn't really go out that much. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "Yeah, so that's the same thing." You're comfortable. You would you say you're comfortable in your own body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are things that you can do Different. that maybe would increase the confidence in essence. But I don't do it to like I guess. I guess you know, maybe not necessarily you're doing else, it because like, I don't really care okay. what, if, if that makes sense. I don't care too much about what other people will think of me. Right. That's why I still I'm pretty explicit on this podcast. Is there anything you miss about being 17 stone or 108 mm. kg? No. <laughs> what about like diet wise? I mean, I miss eating like fucking Pringles. Yeah. You can still eat it, but you just have to burn it off. I guess. Well, yeah, that's it. Oh, what not... about like drinking? I mean, I drink a lot. I drink less, but that's just. That's just like, I don't know. That transition. Lifestyle transition or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I miss I miss eating shit, but that's not the point of it, is it? I'd love to eat I'd three cans of Pringles tomorrow, but it's just not going to happen. People tell me in a way, like diet's like one of the major. Oh, that's key, yeah. Yeah. Or like jam donuts from Sainsbury's. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've been craving them. Oh, I, I haven't actually had one of them for... I know one afternoon, what do we do? We got we bought a hundred jam donuts from Sainsbury's. Oh, well, I wasn't thinking of that, but yeah, we done that once as well. Yeah, yeah. We got yeah during school. We tried to eat a hundred and we ate about fifteen. No, I don't think like diets. I think diet sometimes also has like such a harsh like connotation around it. Like it just means like if you're going to eat, depending on how much you're burning on your workout and etc., like what you're doing, just don't eat something that is going to sabotage it, basically, or eat too much that will just sabotage it. Just don't eat too much, but that's all it comes down to. But then for someone like me, I, no, I'm kind of on the opposite end where I want to put on weight kind of thing. Yeah. So I guess I'm going to eat more. So right now, well, I'm meant to start eating more as soon as I can. And then when I'm when I'm gymming, at least till April, I'll be trying to put on more weight and then I'll be doing a hard shred. But I'm just, I'll be just trying to get my met- metabolism, metabolism, I don't like yeah. exactly, yeah. increase so that it can handle like the more meals per day hmm. and so on. Basically, Christian explained, I'm going to have to do some research because I don't fully understand. But yeah. So you need to go through like bulking season. Kind of, yeah. 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 Win, so, winter bulking. Mm. I made the joke that my year out in America was bulking season for me because I was just on the burger diet. Yeah. But you've not gained any weight. No, I'm pre- I I think I did at one point or at least I feel like I gained weight in, in my face. Gym. Yeah, like chin and cheeks kind of thing. But I don't really gain much weight on like my tummy. My body looks pretty good to be honest. It's not as good as like, mine. 
Yeah, we can move on swiftly. <laughs> very, very I'm embarrassed. <laughs> no, no. Uncomfortable. Any last things you want to bring up before we round it up? It's cold. Taking that as a no. <laughs> <It's cold. laughs> uh, man's not hot. Yeah, so we end it now with our final questions. What about the call up? We do the questions first. Oh, shit. No bad. You don't even know the structure of our show. First question. What is next for you, Luke? Next for me, I've got to get a job because we didn't mention it, but I'm unemployed. Oh, okay. But yeah, I need, so what, um, I need to get a job. What's the ideal scenario? Or do you not know? Hopefully I win the lottery, but yeah. I don't apply for it. <laughs> so I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. That is a bit tough then. Probably just just a generic office job or to do with what I used to do. I used to be a test analyst, so in that field. So if anyone's out there so looking for a test if analyst. If anyone wants to reach out to me, then please do. I vouch. Or, like I said earlier, Jim Shark. if you want to <laughs> yeah. sponsor me, then please do. Yeah. Next question is, if you can listen to one song forever, what would it be? Right, so, there's. to be honest, I've got a long list of songs yeah. that I'd like to listen to forever. I'll give, like, three. Three? Okay, well, firstly, Somebody Else's Guy by Jocelyn Brown. Banger. Me and Aaron saw live. Yeah, at Jocelyn. A, at a Haverin Town show. <laughs> yeah, such a random, random place. Randomly, she was in Haverin, but yeah. we went and saw her. So then second, I'd say Save a Prayer by Duran Duran, if you know that. Yeah. Yeah, great song. And thirdly, I'd say Copacabana by Barry Manilow, <laughs> who I love so much. I made Aaron go to the club in New York oh, yeah. and take a selfie outside the front of the club, Copacabana. Yeah, you can post that maybe. Do you know any of those songs, Hamish? Nope. I think so. You should listen to some of them. Or all, all of them, really. They're all bangers. Yeah. Final question is, what has been your most memorable third wheeling experience, if any? And that could be whether you've been the third wheel or someone's been third wheeling you on a date. I think the, my most memorable experience has got to be going to San Francisco with... No, this, this isn't me. This isn't you, Aaron. As, as in it was, com- it was coming to see me, but okay. I went to see I'm a- not the one in the relationship. Yeah, I went to see Aaron as a member, as a third will. Not only a couple, but an engaged couple. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that makes me a loner or that makes me a really good friend. So is the engaged couple Luke, they all came to yeah. see me kind of thing? Yeah, in San Francisco. And we went to Vegas. Oh, yeah, did they stay at yours? Good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we all slept in Aaron's bedroom. No, that was that was a really good time. Like, went Vegas. No, that was great. Yeah, um, had a great time. Wait, how much did you splash in Vegas? What could you? I, I think I was pretty safe. No, Aaron, Aaron didn't spend much. Yeah, I was. That. I was pretty safe with my money. I I lost money, but not as much as probably. Only guys. a couple grand. Yeah. Yeah, not much. Like just <laughs> what the fuck? That's not. What I I, did, I didn't lose that much. I didn't go ham. Anyway. Yeah. So next part of our the next little bit we've introduced is that you can call out one person to come on the show right i'm gonna call out james chapman because he's got a massive head and i think there's a lot going on up there he's got a lot to say yeah you gotta share I, it i think he should come on and speak his mind i'm not sure if this is a sarcasm or if this is like a full-on send for that's someone. true that's the truth i mean it's like it's like facts if you've got a big head you got a big head you know what i mean i think he could talk I for days the amount of stuff that's going on up there <laughs> so i think you should get him on okay james you hear that you gotta come on whenever you're around in london yeah. maybe we'll have to come up to sheffield and i'll come and watch <laughs> yeah cool so now we end it with a shout out so you can give you each can shout out something luke do you have one in mind i'm gonna shout out raheem sterling oh, my boy because <laughs> he's gonna say that he is the best player in english football of the century of the century uh, yeah my i guy, think my guy. i think he is and i think he's, he should win the ballon d'or and i'm gonna go as far to say as i, I low-key want 
Man City to do the treble this year oh. so that Raheem Sterling gets the Ballon d'Or. Are you ready now, Hamish? Yep. I'm going to shout out the Upon Reflection album by Wretch32. Definitely recommend it to you. That's good. Um, but listen. Wait, you listen to it? Yeah. Oh, shit. I actually think Wretch is maybe the best rapper in the UK. He's ahead of his time. Best British rapper. Like, if he if he started, like, now, instead of way back when, he would be, like, everywhere. We'd just be everywhere. But he's cemented in the game. Never forget. Well, I'm going to shout out, this is actually a book. Oh, you well, I, I, I don't read book. often, but I've... Started to read. This is actually Luke mentioned it a little while ago to me. I actually heard of it like way back when from actually Tim Amu uh, when I was working for Fanbytes, and it was like a book he raved about. And I've heard like loads of people just in business rave about it. It's called How to Win Friends and Influence People, which is written by Dale Carnage. Carnage. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. But yeah, Luke mentioned it like a little while ago to me, uh, and I, I knew of it beforehand. But he mentioned that he was going to read it, and that kind of pushed me to like start. And I've read like a few chapters of it so far. And it's like, it's a pretty interesting book. It's just, I think it's mainly aimed at like people in business and like how you can run a business successfully and how to treat people in business. But I think it kind of applies to just everyday life. And I feel like a lot of the things anyway, or at least what I've read so far is kind of stuff you know about, but maybe you just don't put in practice. Yeah, I don't want to say like too much. I think it's a good read, but like it's just simple stuff. Like I think the first chapter is kind of like you shouldn't, stuff like you shouldn't criticize people, but. We shouldn't look to criticize people, look to praise them first. And then that will always produce better results yeah. from that person. And then, yeah. And then other chapters give you like different points to think about when you're like dealing with people. It's all about just how you can like deal with people better. And Oh, this is why you started praising me randomly in the fucking Slack chat. I was so confused. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying now. I'm trying to. I didn't even say anything back because I was confused. Like if you, I didn't want to like, you know, push it. <laughs> I was <laughs> yeah. like, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, it's like if you've done got something good to like tell someone you've done so- they've done something good. Do you know what I mean? It's just stuff like that. No, it's just interesting. Interesting read. Even if you don't agree with maybe everything, some people might think, oh, to do well in business, you've got to be like tough and like mean. And that will like disagree. motivate them to do well and stuff like that. But just a different way to think of stuff. Yeah, I think that wraps up the episode for today. Thank you, Luke, for coming on. It's all right. Thanks for having me. <laughs> right. And yeah, we'll see you all next episode. Or rather, speak to you next episode. Have a good day. Bye. See ya. Bye.